fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. I'm Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Jamie Latimer, and we are so stoked to have with us part of the Clydesdale crew for the games this year, Miss Mr. Teddy Williams. Scott, I am even more stoked, and I see we got Kenneth and Bruce, some OGs in the chat, so I am even more stoked to be here. Pumped. Let's do it. All right. So uh, while, while you're going OG TD CEO shirt tonight. Yes. Yes. That is a, it's, a, it's one of my favorite shirts for sure. It just gets a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the stuff in the background into uh, perspective. So I really like it. It's, it was a good, and it vindicates doing it full time now. I mean, it's really exciting times. We've come a long way. Yeah. And, and TD, uh, TDC is back at the games. I know. Like when I bought this shirt, I have to go back and look at the exact date, but when I bought this shirt, I mean, he was probably fired and, you know, Savan was, doing that it's still the same savant stuff but yeah we've come a long long way since then yeah yeah we we've grown we've grown a lot since then uh as well as everybody else in this space blowing blowing the shit up wad zombie vindicate um they're all killing it paper street i actually meant to i actually got my brand new paper street coffee shirts in the mail yesterday jamie knows what's up and i meant to change into one for this show uh, but it's just been a crazy day, and here I am in the old, the old reliable. But I didn't Absolutely. get the pink one. I got like a greenish one. Yeah, that one's cute too. Even though pink brings out the color in my eyes. Oh, we got Nick. We got Wad Zombie in the chat. He's the best. We were hanging out at the uh, West <laughs> semifinal. So good to uh, hang out with internet friends in person. Shout out, Nick. So we are here to meet Teddy to find out who he is. And the, the big question I have for you is, because uh, I've known you for a few years now, but w- how did you get into CrossFit? The classic question. So uh, right after college, I moved from St. Louis to Dallas. And I was the post-college, post-graduate, you know, I was eating bagel bites, not really doing exercise and that whole thing. And you started gaining some weight, getting a little out of shape. And so then I signed up for a gym membership at like a Globo gym, nine bucks a month or something. And I'd go to that gym pretty consistently. But all I would do in that gym is like take three laps, see that everything was busy. And then I just head out. And so I was like, I need a exercise or fitness program where somebody's going to yell at me once I get there. All I have to do is get in the door. And so um, I had heard or looked up. I don't know why I did this, but I was like, what's the hardest one or what's the, the whatever. And a lot of it was kind of CrossFit or the most challenging. And so I went to a CrossFit down in Dallas and uh, right after moving. And so I was, uh, fell in love pretty uh right away i'd say with the fitness program and uh but it was a year or two until i'd even understand what the games were from that that was about eight or nine years ago so when i was at the globo gym that it was nine dollars a month the only thing i did was go lay on the water massage table also a good option yeah it really relaxed me i got good night's sleep 
uh, but didn't really do anything to uh, get me below the 500 pound mark. Nice. Jamie, did you ever do the Globo Gym Days or what was yours? I, I actually worked at a gold gym. There you go. Yeah. I think mine was golds too in Dallas. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, so then you're in Dallas and I know you eventually got back to, uh, could, Jody is here for the shoulder. <laughs> Jody, well, Jody, Jody, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Uh, been working them hard this week. Um, hey, Bruce Wayne, is Bruce Wayne going to the games? Do we know if Bruce Wayne's going to the games? Bruce doesn't leave Florida. Bruce, Bruce, you make me sad, but I'll have to come down to Florida to see you then. Yeah. Make it to- you, you can catch him at the Orlando East semifinals or, or uh, Wadapalooza. Nice. My parents live in Naples, Florida for most of the year, so I'm down there a good amount, and I hope to go to both Wadapaloozas this year. Well, the second Wadapalooza until next year. What? Yeah, what, well, the whole West Coast, East Coast, all that stuff. But yeah. you catch my drift. Yes. Whatever one yeah. Bruce is at, I'm there. Okay. So so you moved back to St. Louis. I know that. Yes. Or at least Missouri or St. Louis surrounding proper. Uh, when does that happen? And – I, yeah, I moved back in 2018. Um, 2000, I moved back New Year's Day on 2019, I guess is what it was. So I moved right back at the start. Um, it was right before the the game season with all the cuts. I moved back there. So I was born and raised in St. Louis and lived in Dallas for like four years. Um, and a family friend of mine was dating um, – a guy named Stephen Wallace who owned this CrossFit gym, Blue City CrossFit. So I, uh, that's how I found Blue City and went to go check it out. And it was like 30 of people. It was a brand new gym that was like kind of just renting space. It was, uh, um, but there was a lot of uh, Stephen, who was a high level competitor. There's a lot of uh, really good CrossFitters, a couple of regionals athletes um, that were there. And I just kind of felt like it was not, it's grown into a much bigger gym now, but it was kind of the people that were there that really attracted me. And, um, and that's how I, so I got back 2019 before the open that year. So had you been following the sport before you moved back? Yeah. So I went to the games as a fan in 2018 and that was, I'd become a fan of the sport maybe two years before. Uh, And just funny, quick story about that. I'd been doing CrossFit for at least a year, maybe a year and a half. And my best CrossFit friend was like, dude, you have to watch these documentaries on Netflix. And I'm like, I get so beat up by these CrossFit classes. Like, I can't go home and watch CrossFit. There's no way. Like, and I just wouldn't watch them for months and months and months. And then I watched the first one. I eventually came six months later. And I was like, what is this? And I just watched everything I could that included the all the documentaries that were out at the time and all the behind the scenes with Savannah were out at the time. And then I got really on to the CrossFit podcast when Savannah was doing that in the early days when um back in the you know back when I had the journal and all that stuff. So I I was very into the sport when I had moved back and I had gone to the games once as a fan before that. So Jody Lynn asks what's your box Teddy? Blues City CrossFit. Blues with an S, and then City, and then CrossFit. St. Louis, Missouri. And if you've been to St. Louis, they love their blues there, the music, the blues. Uh, yep. So thus the name I'm taking it. Yep, they love uh, the blues. The hockey team is called the blues. And then there's um, like a, 
there's a deli that's called Blue City Deli, and Steven, the owner, really liked it. And he talked to the owner. He's like, dude, I want to name my CrossFit gym after you. Like, like I love the name. He's like, go for it. Do it for sure, for sure. And so that's kind of the name all, all together, Blue City CrossFit. But yeah, he started that in 2017. So it's a new newer affiliate. And I mean, he's, 30, he's 31, 32. He's a young affiliate owner. Um, and I was just like, so to circle back to when I got back to the sport, there was – um, Taylor Stride is also still a member there and was then, and she had uh, gotten seventh at the Central Regionals the day before. And as like a new, just obsessed fan of the sport, I was just like a regionals athlete, like big eyes, I'm like oh my gosh! And that was like that was back uh, before the Open. So you and I met at the 2021 West Coast Classic. Yes, my very first day doing anything official media in this crazy sport. And it's a great story. Tell it. And that was like, so that was like while I was with Morning Chalk Up, which was a crazy time for us. Um, and I met you in the media room. So back behind. So we're in Vegas at, uh, it's an arena that looks like a horseshoe. And at the back of the curve, right behind that, uh, on the floor was where the media could be and the coaches could be. And then behind that was the media room where you'd kind of go in, have your laptop, all that kind of stuff. So we're sitting there hanging out and this crazy kid, Teddy, comes in and he's so gregarious and so friendly and he's introducing himself to everybody because it's his, it's your first time. I was like, so happy. And you're asking all the questions of everybody. Like, what do I do here? What can I do this? Blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was really cool. And uh, at some point, I don't even know what happened. Uh, you said you were there covering blue cities team. Yeah. They let and, me in and, somehow. I don't know why, but yeah. And uh, I knew that Taylor was on that team and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's Taylor strides team. And you're like, yeah, it is. I'm like, she is the first athlete I ever judged at a regional level. Uh -huh. And you're like, no way. It was crazy. I was like really nervous. I guess I was gregarious and smiling and happy. I was really nervous. And like everybody has just huge ass cameras and like lenses. And I've got like this really, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, whatever, don't block it. And I think in my memory, very similar, but it's like I had said Taylor Stride out loud, like talking to Patrick or somebody. And you were like, and I did, I, I had, um, we had like, seen each other made I kind of we hadn't like talked yet and he goes excuse me did you just say Taylor Stride and I'm like oh no am I in trouble what just happened and then I'm like I don't know but I was like yeah and then you told me exactly that that you were uh her she was the first athlete you judged at regionals for was it Linda right yes bench regional press? Linda in 2018 ah uh, yeah you had to pull the bench press off her a couple times a lot yeah I I to this day I think she Whenever she sees me, she gives me a hug because she knows I saved her life at least eight times. Yeah, she she always talks about how she messed up that workout. And, you know, everybody messes up a workout and coulda, woulda, shoulda. But she, she was like, if I didn't mess up that, I think she got 32nd in that workout, but seventh overall in the competition. And so she messed it up from her practice round with the bench press. And so she's always like, man, if I didn't screw that one up, but she would uh, go on to qualify for the games as an individual the next year in 2019, which I know everybody's like, Oh, that year, but she did it through Wadapalooza in a really deep field. And did, so, I mean, she was, she was seventh the year before in a really competitive region. So I think she, uh, she doesn't have, you know, 
she looks back on those regionals with fond memories. But yeah, that bench press got her for sure. Well, and I don't, I don't think I've ever told this part of the story. So I was technically her deadlift judge. So you, you, you judge the deadlift and then you spun and you were the spotter for the bench press. And she came out going like unbroken on the bench. And I was like, I'm not even going to have to do anything. Like literally in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to have to do anything on this one. She's killing it. And, How quickly that changed. And then all of a sudden, like her bench just went away and she was pushing it to redline every single time. And like, I kid you not, it had to be at least eight times. I had to pull the bar off of her chest. That was baby Taylor. She's much better at pacing now. She had to learn it the hard way. Yeah. So that was your first foray into media. And then you have grabbed the bull by the horns. You, you were doing massive reels and stuff coming out of blue city. And then uh, you got the opportunity to be Colton's media guy at the games. Yes. In 2022. Correct. Yeah. Last year at the games. Yeah. I think that's what it was um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that was back during lockdown 2020 or whatever, or late, maybe it was 2021, but when they first had started doing CrossFit competitions again, but not like anything like big or like the next year. So I guess it was after the, the ranch games, but they did a big, um, there's a, I think it's in Springfield. I've never been, but there's a competition called heart of America. That's abbreviated HOA. And there's like a lot of high level competitors going to that, like Christy Aramo and some other ones that were going to go down there um, and put together teams. And nobody had competed in a while except for the top people in the sport, HOA. And so uh, Taylor, Kristen Miller from Mayhem and um, back then. And then they had Steven and they were looking for a, a fourth teammate, a guy. And Colton Mertens lives in Iowa City, which is like three and – well, he lives outside of Iowa City, I should say, but pretty close to there. Um, and that's like three and a half hours away from us, which is pretty close when you're talking about like elite-level – crossfitters i guess that could so they were kind of i don't know how they got connected but the, they did that whole competition together as a team and so that's how they really got in with colton and i didn't meet him down there but then later the next year training for the games we'd go up to uh cross a kilo to do some team training with their team and colton would be there as well so that's how i got connected with him did some video work up there um and then i was like hey you got anybody shooting for you at the games because i would totally do it and uh, that's how it worked out. And Colden's like easily my favorite CrossFitter. He's such a nice guy. The man, everyone loves him. We all love him. So, but yeah, that's how, that's the Colton story. And uh, continue so to then, be a doesn't shoot. So then this year, um, the media world changed where athletes couldn't have their individual camera people in the pits. Right. Uh, and I figured it out. Switch it. Right. And, uh, and so, at that point, like the floodgates opened for us as a media company because everybody, you had to be affiliated with a media company to get in. And, and I was like, well, this is the perfect opportunity to extend olive branches to these guys and, and up our coverage of semifinals. And the first person I thought of for videography was you. Oh, you honor me. Thank you. But yeah, I was like looking at that new form and I'm like, shoot. I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe the dream is over. I don't know what's going to happen. And then I got a text message from you and I was so happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'll do it. And uh, I was 
they were we had a team going out to the west semifinals so i was already going to go out there but i was so uh you know you made my day my week my month and my season when you asked me that text so i was super honored and uh i had a great time shooting for you out in the west coast class uh i almost said west coast classic the west semifinal super fun yeah and we got into a really good groove out there where like we were getting reels out super fast jamie and i were getting interviews we were like i mean we were like a well-oiled machine uh by the time we hit there I'm but I want to ask like, uh, what north end of a southbound pig comment for sure. That's Colton. That's Colton in a nutshell, that entire interview. Yeah. Sorry. I interrupted your question, Scott. What were you going to no, say? No, no, no. So I've got to ask like this media world in CrossFit is kind of a crazy, crazy thing. What in the world ever made you think this is what you want wanted to be? And maybe like, what was your inspiration? Okay, so I sent you that picture before, and we'll bring it up in a second here. But like, I was just, I, as a kid, I had gotten into like video, like shooting video and editing stuff as like a twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old, like kind of when iMovie and the Mac was coming out. I got really into it, and I really liked it for a few years. And then I kind of got away from that hobby. Anyway, I somehow got like a pretty recent camera still for a different project, um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this into my CrossFit gym, Blue City. Uh, I was right before, I guess, the first rendition of quarterfinals, individual quarterfinals. And we had Taylor Stride was going to be in it. And she was, we're also doing a team. And Stephen Wallace was going to do it. There was a four Brett Max front squat that he was going to do really well. And I'm like, I'm just, I didn't even ask. I'm like, I'm just going to bring this camera and and do video work for CrossFit because it, it sounds so much, so much fun. And we've got these just all-star athletes. And I got it. And it was really bad and really shaky at first. But then I, to like smooth it out, you know, I, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to go buy a gimbal or something, but I got, if you can pull up the picture when you have it, Scott, I would put my camera on these weight racks that have wheels under them. And so it's like, they're all stacked like plates and I would just push, I'd hit record and then just push this thing around like a sled around the gym to, to have the camera being smooth. And it just looked so comical, like behind the scenes, like the actual, videos turned out pretty good because they're so smooth but i mean i was just literally just pushing this sled of you know this has got what 12 25 pound weights stacked up on it and i just get it at different levels and push that thing for i mean i did that for six months at least and it was just a really funny way and taylor and Steve, everybody was like teddy you're gonna be so good at sled pushes by the end of this that's gonna be your thing <laughs> and so like that's just to say if anybody was out there listening and was hoping to get into this but didn't know what to do or was worried about equipment or something like you can do it you start out scrappy and you can make do with whatever you have like especially with the phones these days but yeah i was my tripod and gimbal air quotes on that was our weight racks for months and months and months and the video still turned out not that bad i've learned that sometimes scrappy is even better yeah, like for sure. The more the more advanced you get with your equipment, sometimes the worse the quality. Sometimes, like this soundboard that we bought, I don't even have hooked up tonight because it just <laughs> infuriates me. That's definitely part of it. Yeah, I'm a big Hamilton, like the musical fan. He goes, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. So for sure, that's like kind of my motto, for sure. In all ways. But yeah, text, yeah. I mean, the equipment and technology, it's not easy to learn the new stuff, and it takes time, for sure. So this will be your third CrossFit Games 
as a media member? This will be my third CrossFit Games, yep, for sure. And we can be done with that picture up there. It's my third CrossFit Games, which is crazy uh, to think about. I guess I'm sort of a veteran now. That's like maybe not a quote-unquote veteran, but I mean, you know, we were on a call the other night, Scott, and it's like I kind of know the lay of the land up in Madison. I'm just like, how did this happen to where I'm like um, and it, this much of experience? I still definitely feel like a rookie and like I'm still learning things for sure, but it's pretty surreal that it's third games that I'm going to with a media credential and I could not be more excited. You definitely get better with each competition you shoot and especially up there at the games. So can't thank you enough for including me and thinking of me for the, for the videographer's uh, role. So excited. Well, um, you put out quality work. It was a no brainer for me to reach out to you. Um, if you haven't seen the reel we put out of Pat Vellner doing the bow, like Teddy catching that, and I got to tell you, like, I'm working on this documentary for the West semifinal. And 10th place comes down to a drop sandbag. Uh, yeah. It comes down to a drop sandbag, right? Oh, Teddy yeah. captures that moment so well. It was so an well. epic wipeout. I cannot and I'm wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for that section of the documentary to come out because your video is so damn good. Um, and the stories that I got from Kelly Baker, her coach in that moment to go to narrate over top of that is going to be freaking phenomenal. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you do with it, with the interviews and all that stuff. But that was it. That was, I mean, that was a, as nail biter as it gets. It could have been gone either way. It was, could have been really heartbreaking, but yeah, that was, that was a quite a wipeout and an even better recovery by her. That was fantastic. And, Thank you, Bruce, for saying well-deserved. I appreciate it, my friend. We Bruce is, like, back oh, – I mean, everybody knows it, but OG, like, back in the comments, day one is Bruce Wayne, the, the absolute man. Uh, Kenny Collab says, your energy is infectious, Teddy. You are pumping me up through the screen. Love, love, love hearing it, Kenneth. I have been – I've gotten feedback like that before that I have energy. I'm glad it's – in a positive way for you. Sometimes I can uh, be too energized, but I'm glad it's good today for sure. And man, up at these CrossFit games, you know, it's a marathon. It's it's like a marathon that you have to sprint. You have to sprint the marathon at the CrossFit game. So you need the energy for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, clock says, is Jamie going to the games? Well, of course she is. She is a part of the Clydesdale media team along with Teddy, Jess, Jake, Amy, Charlie, and myself. Uh, I can't even, I can't even believe it takes me that long to say the team we have, we have gone, come so far in this thing. Absolutely. And Bruce nails it on the head. She'll be there next year as a master's athlete though. 100%. I have no doubts. Yep. So last question for you, Teddy, and then we'll let you run. I know you've got another podcast to do tonight. Double header. Uh, what are you looking forward to most this year at the CrossFit Games? Ooh, great question. Um, I think my answer is I'm looking forward to having the experience. Like the, the this will be my third year. Like we we're just talking about it. I really know the lanes, the the different venues. You know, the outdoor, indoor, and all that stuff. So I'm really most excited to use my 
experience shooting at that specific competition to highlight the athletes, the teams, and the storylines as well as I possibly can for those involved and for you uh, to, for Clydesdale to tell those stories and to get some of those, that content to the athletes afterwards. That's for sure. I, I'm, you know, just really excited for, to put my skills and experience to the, to good use for all the athletes that just, I mean, sell out year round to work so hard for this and it's over in four days, you know, but just really, really excited. And uh, so that and for Colton Mertens, for sure. Those, that's my answer. So we um, just to kind of wrap this up and Jamie, if you have any questions, please shoot any in there. But um, so, you know, we've been following 10 athletes from the beginning of the season to wherever they made it. We have three athletes that made the CrossFit Games, one master's athlete, Rudy Berger, and two elite athletes, uh, Kelly Baker and Emily Rolfe. So we will be doing a documentary after the games on them. And because one of our team members is Jake Kazan, we are adding Alex Kazan to the documentary for the CrossFit games Huge. with behind the scenes coverage from Jake uh, about that. Yeah. Jake and her and good Emily are tight. The, yeah. Jake should have pretty good access to the behind the scenes. Yep. I'm kidding. Yep. And, of course. Right. And her and Emily hang out during the game. So we'll get some behind the scenes of Emily as well and probably some Kelly too. And that is just the documentary. We are still going to bring you as many interviews as we can from the games, as many reels and footage and stories and analysis and all of that stuff live all week with live shows from the games, Instagram lives, reels, all of that kind of stuff. So if you can support this group by joining our channel, it's as simple as $2.99 a month to join the channel. Uh, we truly appreciate it uh, because we do this out of our own pocket for the most part. Um, and with that, we, but we love it. We're passionate about it and we want to bring it to you with that. Thank you, Teddy, for being on. We've got a shit ton of, of news to cover tonight. Um, so we are going to do that with that. Have a great night, buddy. And we will see, see you in a week and a half. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And to Travis and Elise, who I saw in the comments, hello and goodbye to my friends. See you guys on the next one. Y'all have a good time talking news. I'll catch up with it later. Kenneth, have a good night, my friend. See you, Teddy. Yep. Teddy is the man. Thank you, Teddy. <laughs> man, Nick, you're the best. Um, Wad Zombie says, I love you, Teddy. And Jeremy, thank you so much for joining the oh, channel, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. And I can't wait to meet Jeremy at MFC. Yeah. I heard that him and the guy that did the music show with me today, Mr. Corey Leonard, are uh, cuddling for the week uh, in, a, in a Holiday Inn. In, in, uh, oh, are they sharing Indiana. a room? They are. <laughs> so cute. Should be fun. Um, so, all right, man. Woo. Crazy stuff. Awesome. We've got so much to run down. So much to run down. First of all, how are you doing? Good. How's training going for you? Training's good. Um, that's like the easiest part of my life. So. <laughs> adjust, adjust your earphone again. I, so I said, training's going great. That's like the easiest part of my life. 
Um, well, good, because it's got to be easier than sharing a twin bed. Uh, Jeremy uh, says, yes, Corey and I will be sharing a twin bed. Can't wait to meet you guys. Uh, and Wad Zombie says, uh, look at that bicep vein. Training is going great. I, today was it's like my recovery day. I did a little bit of swimming and film to work. So I don't know. So the first thing we want to talk about is uh, the spin pole. Yeah. Um, for those people who did not see the spin thing last night or the announcement, Jamie and I have been added to the media pole as part of the barbell spin. Uh, and it's quite an honor to be included in that. Um, and we were even mentioned on Hiller's show today about being a part of the show. So, Oh, really? So that is pretty cool. So um, I'm going to share the poll real quick. We're just going to go over it. Um, this is, I think he's up to about 20 members of the media now vote on this poll. The spin thing. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Elise. This, the media poll done and um, collected by the barbell spin. How's that? Is that better? Uh, spin thing may have meant something different in my younger days, but not these days. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, spin the barbell spin media poll is out. Uh, not much changed from the month before, even though they added about eight new members to the voting team. Uh, Justin Medeiros was in first, Pat Vellner in second, Jeffrey Adler in third, Roman Krennikov in fourth, and Jason Hopper in fifth. The one major thing that happened is Jeff Adler got five first place votes. Um, and I know that you and I both voted for Jeff Adler in first place. And I saw today in Hiller's video that Hiller had Adler number one as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He doesn't say it, but he holds up his phone with his his voting on it, and you can see Adler first. So, okay. Um, Kenneth asks, why did it come take so long uh, for someone to come up with uh, CrossFit AP poll? I think, in all honesty, I think for a long time media has been so competitive in this space that they weren't willing to work together, and I think that that's changing quite a bit where there is a group of media members now that collaborate behind the scenes. And so they're willing to share this information with each other, um, which I think can only help, but to grow the overall media coverage. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's a really good thing. So uh, if we move, I don't know what the heck, uh, that's not what I meant to do. Let's try this one more time. <laughs> All right. I hit the wrong arrow. There we go. There's the bottom half of the 25. There was some change from 17 to 25. <coughs> With my guy, Yella Hosta, uh, jumping up into the top 25. Um, I think he is going to be a top 10 athlete. Just saying. You heard it here first. Yeah. I don't disagree with um, you. I, I'm excited to see him. And oh, dang it. I keep hitting the wrong arrow. <laughs> Technology is hard for us old people. 
All right. And then on the women's side, not a lot of change in the top six. No change in the top six. Laura Horvath in first. Daniel Brandon in second. Annie Thorstutter third. Emma Carey fourth. Emma Lawson fifth. And then there was some change between Alexis Raptus and Alex Kazan, uh, Amanda Barnhart and Ariel Lowen. And um, I know I had Horvat number one in my poll. I Did you change for this or did you go with what you had before? I'm the sole one for Miss Emma Lawson. Still think Emma Lawson's going to win. Until I see some more... Uh, announcements and I'm, I'm gonna leave her there and then no other changes until we get down to 18 to 21 and those four athletes shuffled a bit colin brander simmons mcquaid and flores um so that is the barbell spin poll i'm so glad he's doing it i think it is cool to have it as like the ap poll of um of crossfit uh, Travis agrees with Jamie. I put loss in his yeah. number. Also, Jamie. Um, Great minds. Uh, I think back here, um, Wad Zombie said Brian Friend had done it one year when he was with MCO, polled some other analysts. Yeah, but I think that the key to this is that it's consistent and that it has like a regular schedule of being released. Um, and then it's always released and talked about by the other media members. And I think that's why the AP poll was so successful. And hopefully mm -hmm. this will be as well. Um, Clock says, the Adler hype is growing by the day. Not sure I get it myself. Well, I've been on the Adler wagon for about a year since last year's games. Uh, if you go back and listen to interviews I've done with him, I have, I think, he has steadily improved over the last few years. He has closed up a lot of holes. And I think this is the year where it just comes together. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, Jamie, as you had him number yeah. one as well. I I agree. Like his, his holes have been shored up. Like he may not, I feel like he's kind of like a Medeiros now at this point, but with, with some the, home runs. Yeah. With a couple opportunities first and first you don't necessarily think that as much about so i think that's what leads me to pick him over something like justin um clock says pat Vellner is a good candidate for the 2023 spirit of the games award i'm sure everybody's striving for that um uh jeremy world says to me adler in first isn't as crazy as it sounds He's been exponentially better every year for the last four to five years. And he's confident as all get up. Wad <clears throat> um, Zombie said, yeah, I did KDL, but I found out about Brian Friends after the fact. It was the only one. It was one of his MCU articles. Um, Kenneth says... This is the year for an American fittest woman on earth. Uh, who, what American? Are we counting Canada as American? Yeah, I don't know. I know, yeah. I know Jamie does. <laughs> My fellow Americans. Uh, Jeremy says, hot take, Kenneth, but I can see it. A healthy DB is a dangerous DB. Yeah, I don't know. And then someone that knows 
Tristan Patrick says, I do agree with Scott. I think Adler can do it. He will have to earn it and execute, though. Um, and Kenneth finishes up with, Canadians are just too nice. Got to have some cutthroatness. Yeah, I think I think Pat's got a little bit of that edge. Um, yeah, for sure. I think I think Jeff Adler does too. Yeah. So, all right. So that is the Brian's the barbell spin poll. Other news out today: uh, Noble has been sold. A majority interest of Noble was sold to Impact Capital, um, and he, that is owned by Mike Repole. Uh, Repo started Glassow Beverage, which is vitamin water and smart water. Uh, that got sold to Coke. Then he started Body Armor, which also later got sold to Coke. Um, so he seems to be he seems to do well with his businesses. Um, and I did read in an article, I can't remember which one. I know Spin put something out, uh, MCU put something out, and they. Uh, both said that, or one of them said that this is probably a move to go to an IPO uh, and for Noble to become a public company. Yeah. Um, we're back on the, on the poll a little bit here. Um, y'all are, are all, are, are y'all assuming Medeiros hasn't made improvements? I am kind of assuming he hasn't made improvements. The guy plays a game, and I said this on the music show earlier, the guy plays a game where he can't make mistakes. He doesn't have the home run swing on events, so he can't afford the big mistake. And what happened at semifinals is he had a couple execution errors, which actually goes into my next story. He, was, he himself was on Coffee Pods and Wads and admitted he had several execution errors at semifinals. And when you play the game he plays, you cannot have those. Any thoughts on that, Miss Latimer? I think, yeah, I mean, I just think, I think, I think Justin is well-rounded. I almost think that's a little bit to his detriment because there's people who are like, so maybe he's never had this one thing that he's like great at. And if it lucks out that that's two or three events that are home runs, like someone else has, he's just like baseline, like five, seven, you know? And I think there's people who like can be like extremely dangerous at like two, three events. And if that happens and people middle them, it's, it's hard to win. Agreed. Agreed. Um, there's also some comments in here. Um, Tristan comes in with, because someone questioned uh, the, the Canadian cutthroatness. Uh, Adler is a dog on the floor. Didn't you see him talking smack in the total at the ranch? And where he goes ahead of Justin uh, on the corn sack race coming up the hill and then tells the other four or the other three, don't let Fraser win another, another event. Right. Yeah. I don't care which of us win it. Mm -hmm. Just not him. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
Travis, this is definitely in my my list of things to talk about. We're going to hit that up uh, during the show. Um, Tristan, I- then Tristan goes against me. Clock, I think Medeiros will be as dangerous as ever after a semifinals performance. Well, sure, he's hungry now, but so with everyone. I think a pissed off Justin is a dangerous Justin. And then Travis says, Justin is captain consistency. He'll be just fine. Okay. Um, I just I just don't agree with because he's won it before you got to go with them. And there's a couple comments about that. Right. I just like he's not Matt Fraser. He's not Rich Froning. He is they he does not have that domination thing going on that gives me the confidence he can do it year upon year. Yeah. Um that's just that's just what I believe. So um we talked about Justin Ellie being on uh coffee pods and wads. I'm actually trying to pull up the information on the Heat One app. Here we go. It's kind of we'll just jump to this since Travis brought it up. Uh, Heat One. Go follow this group here. If you like fantasy sports, uh, this is where you need to go for your fantasy sports. Uh, it's an app designed uh, to make your picks super easy. Um, I've, there are two games currently in the app. One is you pick your top 10 athletes, men and women, and then you get points based on how close to real, how close to the real finish you get. If you hit it dead on, I think you get 10 points, uh, all the way down to one point for being like nine away. If that math works out. Um, there's also a, a game where it's a lot like the lawn chair leaderboarding where you call your, I, I always call it like shoot your shot or call your shot, but it's, it's something close to that. Um, do you remember Jamie? No, because it's on my phone. My app real quick, just to make sure I get it right. Uh, it is. I thought it was call your shot or I don't know, something like that. Did you hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I can hear shot, you. Shot caller. Shot. Okay, yeah. Um, and there you pick the male and female you think are going to win that event. Um, and you have up until three, two, one of that event to put your, your pick in. But you only get to use an athlete two times for the entire CrossFit Games. So you need to be strategic about where you place the people you're picking because you only get to use them twice. It's also sponsored by strike movement. So if you are one of like the top three, I think he said for the whole thing, you, you win a free pair of shoes um, and they're going to give away each day a pair of shoes uh, by strike movement as well. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah. So Wad Zombie says he's going to win them. Going to win those strike movement shoes. Um, we'll see. 
Ken, so, yeah. Ken said you can only keep one, men with a mullet or men with a crop top. Which one is it? Ken, you must not have seen pictures of my son. Uh, if I could only keep one, I guess I'd have to go with the mullet. 100%. My son's hair is like exactly like Justin's. And Elise says, what did you say? I was distracted by Jamie's arm. Um, so yeah, if you have not already done so, it is free to download the app. There is both an iOS version and an Android version now available. Go to your Google Play Store or your Apple app, whatever it is, um, and go download Heat One app um, and follow them on Instagram so that you can um, follow along and get beat by me uh, in these games. Cool. It's fun. I like doing those. I always like the hunter <laughs> leaderboarding. Um, I do too. I, it's the bragging rights are so much fun, and I love talking shit to people. So uh, I, I, I have not done lawn chair leading border lead lawn chair leaderboard in the past because for a while we were associated with another fantasy group, um, but we no longer are. So I am all in on Tyler Watkins and his new app. Let's go. Uh, so I can beat Jamie and brag the entire week. Okay, so we also have the Pit Fitness Ranch. They have added new age groups and a JV division. Um, and what that means is they've expanded their teen competition to include 18 to 21 year olds. So in that transitional period, traditionally, especially for the men's division, it's a place for them to go and compete uh, on a high level without having to go fully into that elite division to do so. But they are running their competition in September on Labor Day weekend. There are still spots available. So if your child or you are a teen yourself and you are interested, go check out the Pit Fitness Ranch um, and see uh, what they have going on there. So the next thing I have, and please excuse my dog, we are in the middle of a thunderstorm. So he has lost his mind. Um, PFAA. Uh, came out with some survey results um, and I th what what was most impressive to me on this was not the survey results but the communication that happened between CrossFit and the PFAA so in this update they um, these are slides saying that they did a survey after semifinals compiled the results and they took the results of these surveys to CrossFit these and then the next slide is the CrossFit team recognized the athletes' feedback and expressly agreed to the following lake water test results, climbing rope length, oversight of approved equipment, consistent warm up equipment for all heats. And I think that includes times. I think that later in the slide it actually adds warm up times that every heat gets the same amount of time before they hit the floor. Um, Consistent movement standards for all heats, clear and specific briefings on minimum work requirements, 
Uh, and that is a direct result, I think, of what happened at the East semifinal where people were disqualified for the not trying clause yeah. that didn't exist. <clears throat> Regarding some conditions, CrossFit committed to making every effort to meet the demand. And these conditions are dry wooden platforms for lifting, ability to adjust equipment, pull-up bar ring, pull-up bar and ring heights, equipment calibration, test distance consistency, consistent heat warm-up time. That's where that was, and clear, safe movement standards. <coughs> and test distance consistency goes to last year at the games, there were like five or six tests where athletes had to run different distances mm -hmm. between the, the equipment, uh, which made it unfair for some of the lanes. Right. Um, and then PFA and CrossFit's view, views diverge regarding cuts and the impact they have on the sport overall and multiple risers for shorter athletes. And I have seen somewhere where the multiple riser thing actually is an insurance issue for CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, where the insurance companies will not let them stack multiple risers. So, but I thought that this was um, pretty cool that they actually sat down, communicated, and at least you know where CrossFit stands on every one of their issues. Either, yes, we, we agree to this implicitly, or we will do our best efforts to make sure you have a dry lifting platform. And then there are two things that we just cannot agree on. Mm -hmm. um, and at least we know where everybody stands going into the games. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I love this. That's, I, this is great communication. I like that it's out there. Yeah. Um, Vindicate says, uh, I can't have multiple risers, but let's put 300 pounds overhead. So silly. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't say insurance companies made sense. I just said yeah. that that is what I heard the issue was on the risers. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. So anyway, um, so that is that. Uh, Tristan Patrick says, love to see the words on paper. Now let's see the implementation. Yeah. Again, I didn't take as much from the actual words of what they were talking. I took that they were talking. Like to me, that's just a big step forward because it's I've a, talked. It's a huge start. Yeah. Because I've talked to Brent offline and I know that, that, that they have never gotten this far with the communication. So the fact that they have is a huge step forward. Mm -hmm. And Tristan says 100% Scott. Um, why can't athletes sign a non-liability waiver? In my business law classes, those waivers are not really as protective as one would think. Um they're worth about as much as the piece of paper they're written on. Yeah. Um, and so you really have to be careful in, in that area. And again, insurance companies do not make sense. Um, I think Travis made that point eloquently with 
yeah, we're going to snatch 300 pounds, but God forbid we not trust two risers that can Velcro together. You know. Um, so there's that. Super stoked about that. Um, yeah. I know, Kenneth, every gym I have gone to as well has you sign a waiver. Um, I think that's that's just to make the person signing it believe they can't do, take action. Um, honestly, I, and again, I am not a lawyer. I am a business degree person. Um, but in my business law classes, we talk about waivers and, and how much they mean. Um, so anyway, uh, the next thing I had on my list was Adam Neifert's response to the Portland affiliate gathering, which we've talked about uh, last week. And um, what's, what I found cool was he echoed everything that Z said um, and that Don Fall said that we played last week. He said that everything went down exactly that and that he left fired up about being an affiliate owner uh, from that Portland affiliate gathering meeting. Um, so I love that three people from the same event are singing the same song out of the same hymnal and, and it was all good news. Um, so I, um, so that's, that was good. Did you, did you hear any of that on Savon? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. So Savon had him on to talk about being the coach of Justin Medeiros but it went, it dove into affiliate ownership for much of that discussion. And, um, and he talked about being at the Portland affiliate gathering and that everything that the person that was going to sell the gym decided not to sell the gym. He said all the same stories, um, that, uh, that everybody else said. And Kenneth says, Adam Neifert looks like the guy in town who runs the bike shop. I am telling you, I have, I have interviewed him two times at events, um, short little interviews. I swear to God, like he lives in a tent in the woods uh, and he, he burrows for nuts and berries. That's, that is the total image he gives me every time I talk to him, but he is the nicest guy in the world. It's just, he, it's, he's just a simple person who wants to live a simple life. And if you know the story, like, he didn't want to be an elite athlete coach. He, like he never wanted that, but Justin kind of talked him into it. And now he's coaching a handful of athletes uh, at the elite level. And I think he said on Savon, um, he's trying to do the triple crown to have a master's athlete win, a teen yeah. athlete win, and an elite athlete win. I caught that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for someone who didn't want to dive in, uh, he's doing pretty damn good for himself. Right. So the next thing I have on my list is our researcher, Holly Dugan. Uh, she likes to try to find the fun facts uh, of things. And so we, we didn't have anything specific for her this week. And I said, it's up to you. If you find something fun, uh, let's go with it. And so what she did is she just made a graphic of the point difference between third and fourth place over the history of the CrossFit Games. So how close was how close was the fourth place finisher 
from getting on the podium year upon year. Um, Tristan says, uh, Triple Crown sounds fun. Hey, eh, Jamie? Agreed. <laughs> All right. So here are the points between fourth and the podium spot for all men from 2007 to last year. And I don't know what it said. I just find it fascinating, right? Like that some years it is so doggone close. Um, and other years it is like a monumental difference between third and fourth and that there is no real, it, it kind of looks like the overall trend is it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. That there's almost a big three, but 20 and tw so 20, you can probably throw out, right? 20 was the five people at the ranch. Right. Um, but 21 was less than 25 points from fourth to third and 18, I think was a tie, right? Yeah. 18 was 18 was the tie between Fikowski and the European athlete that surprised the world and has, and hasn't even made it back to the game since. Um, shoot. Uh, uh, is it Lucas uh, Holberg? Yes. No? Yes. That's yeah? it. That's it. Okay. Lucas Holberg uh, and Fikowski tied in 18 mm -hmm. and Holberg won on a tie break, um, which is crazy. Which was like the marathon row or something. And 2017, uh, that factors in the DQ of Ricky Garrard. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to, she has some notes here for us. Um, the average diff point difference in the history of the games for men between third and fourth is 29.4 points. And in nine years, there was a difference of less than 25 points. So there's that. Uh, if we look at the women, it's uh, a little bit different. Um, there was a tie in 2009 and 2013 uh, for third place with the winner being given the bronze medal by a tiebreaker. Um, the average difference for women is only 21.7 points. So it's a lot closer than on the men's side. Mm -hmm. 2019 was that crazy year uh, with the cuts where you only had 10 left at the end. Um, mm -hmm. And it actually surprised me that the point difference was so big. But apparently, um, and that's your Jamie Simmons um, podiumed. Correct? 19. Was that Holta or Simmons? I or both? think Holta. Uh, I thought that was 18, but now I'm not sure. Okay. But then it looks like from tw so 20 again doesn't count. Uh, and then 21 and 22 are kind of rising up again. But man, back in the early days, it was really, really, really close. Mm-hmm. And then just for kicks and giggles, we have the team one as well. Um, 20, there, 2020, there were no teams. 
So that's why there's nothing there. Um, but yeah. And I think with Rich retiring, um, I think this is only going to get tighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you to Holly Dugan for pulling this up for us. She has been incredible uh, over the course of this show with just fun facts um, and uh, stuff like that. So, whoop, wrong, wrong button. Tried to kick uh, Jamie out of the. Ken, so... Ken asked my perspective on Z score. Um, I, I personally like it. I would like to see Z score used at events, but. I don't know if they'll ever, you know, I don't know if HQ would give away that power to somebody else who came up with a point score system is uh, last weekend. I recently watched every second counts, which essentially is Z score, right? Because it was the combined times of all of those events. So if you win by 30 seconds, you got that 30 second lead. If you won by three minutes, you got a three minute lead. And what's, if you've never watched that documentary, Kalipa wins the games that year. And he's not featured in that at all because he's nowhere to be found until he crushes heavy grace. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he jumps all the way up the leaderboard uh, to win the CrossFit games. So I just, just found that kind of funny because that is essentially z-score yeah they should kind of go back and rethink that yeah it, it would mean that you couldn't do reps you'd have to do time yeah well not i mean just the fact that they did it like they think about it that way like that's kind of what they were going for maybe they could expand out their thought process towards the z-score So this is just something funny I saw on funny, not ha ha funny, like peculiar. And it was Harriet Roberts actually came up with a new toes to bar scaling option. And I wanted to get your impressions as a gym owner and a coach, what you thought of this cool contraption that she came up with. And I am going to try to blow it up a little bit. Yeah, we were actually talking about this at the gym today. Um, so a gym here in Michigan owner came up with the Tink tool. So we have a, and I've bought one, um, and it's, it's, so it's essentially a clamp that goes around like between her hands and then it, it comes down and it, and it has a little rubber like what you would put around like a booty band basically um, is in this metal contraption that hangs and you can like, it's a lever arm so you can lower it or not. Um, This is obviously, I mean, this is a genius idea. This is obviously cheaper than what we bought, although they weren't like crazy expensive. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a great idea. I just, we have a tool. And so I just probably will stick with what I have. And I, I mean, I, this guy came up with it years ago, probably five years ago now. And I 
you know, local Michigan gym. I would rather support him. Yeah. I, um, as a person who struggled with toast to bar for a very long time, I just, I was like, just to get the sensation of your toes touching something. Right. Um, I, and, and trying to, and at least shooting for a target seemed like really a, because we would call it like my scale was toes to somewhere. Yeah. Toes to space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but there's, you have no idea what you're aiming for. Right. And at least with this, you're, you're trying to hit something and you're learning like how your body has to fold to, to make it happen early on when I was doing these, I, I hit toes to second bar before I hit toes to bar. So, you know, the, the gyms with the two, mm-hmm. like my toes went up here because my body didn't fold right. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, I just, I was enamored by it because of my own personal struggles with toes to bar and thought it was a pretty cool contraption. I'm anxious to see yours in, in person at some point. Yeah. I will have to show you it. Yeah. Or maybe you'll have to make a reel just like Harriet Roberts did. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Maybe when I go to the gym tomorrow, I'll, I'll do a reel of it. So that throw that out there. Um, cause he sort of patented this, like I said, years ago and it's, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Super cool. So a couple games related items we're going to jump to. And I'm so anxious. And I hopefully Tristan's still here. We know two workouts ish. Helen, 5K. Cross country. Your thoughts. Well, I already I'm... know. I already know the 5K is your dream <laughs> workout for, for an event. Cross country. Correct. <laughs> like, I hope. I mean, like, I'll be curious if they get spikes and what they're like, what they're actually doing. Is it going to be somewhat hilly? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool that they're doing it. I, I would be really curious to see people's times. Um, I guess, I don't know. So it's, is it true the 5K is event seven and it's already been announced that that will be Saturday morning? Correct. I, I hate that. Yeah. So as I, I keep talking, I'm going to pull up the graphic because it, it came with a graphic and I think there's more to it, but, but go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah. I mean, if it's just a straight up run, I hate it like that to me. And if they're doing it Saturday morning, that makes me believe that there's heavy coming before that. So that like, from what I get, like from watching semis and the process, I, I almost feel like they're trying to get like the biggest, most powerful, strongest athletes here and then figure out if they're, those people are fit. And so I feel like they're going to whittle out the last few small um, aerobic individuals into that cut and then, and then see which one of these guys can sustain for a 5k. And that's like frustrating. Cause then like, there probably will be somebody in the 30 to four to 40 who could crush this. So, so I don't think they're going to go heavy before it. I think what this picture says right here, right? Mm 
So if, if you kind of see it all, right, you, this is what is CrossFit. It is gymnastics. It is weightlifting. It is monostructural. If you move the arrows over, it says cross country 5k. And then here they plug the 5k into the monostructural. Mm-hmm. So I think that Saturday morning is going to be a 5k then followed by a gymnastics piece, then mm-hmm. followed by a weightlifting piece or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It'll be three independent tests that together are CrossFit. And then maybe the night event is a full-on CrossFit workout. Yeah. I mean, I can see what they've talked about that, right? Like the, deadlift mile thing. So like, sure, it could be a 5k run and 30 ring muscle ups and I don't know, a clean or a squat or whatever they choose to do. Maybe the deadlift. I don't know. Um, are we going back? Like, are you going back to back to back on those? Are you? Um, I think it's going to be f- one. It's Saturday morning. So it'll be outside you can go a, a full, a 5K, all of them go at once, right? One heat. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's with everybody doing it. No, I kind of doubt it. I don't it's think they're going to throw. You're down to 30. Yeah, but isn't the 5K, didn't it say like everyone, even including adaptive, but adaptive is skiing, but yeah, I think I everyone. Think, is- I don't think all of them are going to go in one heat, like everybody team and all of that i'm saying elite women go in one heat elite men go in one heat yeah and then you can come back and say okay two minutes rest now you got to do this yeah or or it's just all the heats go then all the heats do the the gymnastics then all the heats do the weightlifting i don't like i just think that if you're only going to announce the 5k, why are you putting up this graphic? Yeah. I, yeah. I totally see them doing, like I said, the run into ring muscle ups into one lift. Um, Travis it, always thinking the business route. What if 5k obstacle run CrossFit partnered with tough mutter and Spartan earlier this year? I mean, yeah, I can see the thought process. I just, I truly think this is just a run. Like, personally. I mean, they're having all the divisions do it. I don't think that it's going to be anything that, like, it's just, it's just the monostructural. Like, they're just going to go run. Uh, Kenneth says maybe they won't live stream it. Um, I don't think that if, I think they took so much heat so much heat from semifinals not live streaming they they can't do that again right now right and don said in his interview with talking elite fitness like they make money at the games and they make money in the open it's the middle part that they're struggling with so i yeah. i think that they will live stream the 5k you just put cameramen around the course at different locations mm-hmm. um and they have tons of like all-terrain vehicles and things that can drive along the course. 
uh, for different things. I think that that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's probably why this will be like a back to back to back event so that it is slightly more exciting, like catch them come in. I mean, they're probably, they're, they're probably doing this on Saturday with 30 because they've probably figured out a way on the field to do like, if it's 30 ring muscle ups for time is the rig wide enough that you get 15 on one side and 15 on the other. And so you just come in and you go to rings and all 30 people are out there. And it's a, that ground is big enough to put 30 platforms out there. So they yeah. could do everything right out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Travis says that Jr. and Taylor also said 5k is one of the most programmed workouts on .com this year. Yeah. Just run who can win. Doesn't have to be a twist. Yeah. I, I don't think, think there will exciting. be exciting. Cause I think yeah. like, like to see what Emily Rolf can do in a straight run or Yella Hosta or Luke or Lazar Jukic or like there's some Kelly Baker, like two of our athletes that we're following are good runners. It's going to be fun to see what they can do. They just have to make the top 30 before it gets there. Right. Um, Kenneth says they are listening. Noble does have jerseys other than white, black, and tan this year. Um, I think it's too late for Noble. This is their last season probably anyway. Um, Jeremy Eat World says 5K shuttle runs. Let's go. <laughs> I think they they might get a mass walkout. Yeah. If you, Uh, Travis says they will run a 5k. Then Dave will make them run it backwards. Literally backwards. There is a hero workout that is where you have to run backwards. In my hmm. first couple years of CrossFit, we did it like twice. Hmm. Uh, and it's like, I think 400 meter run forwards, 200 meter run backwards. And then you repeat that one time. Interesting. Uh, and it, the running backwards just is scary. Yeah. Griff, Jeremy knows. There you go. See, I, yeah, it's been a long time since I've done it. Uh, but we did it a couple times back when I first started, we had such a small gym and if it, there were too many people, we did a lot of running. Yeah. I have to look that one up. Yeah. Uh, I just noticed um, Hinshaw commented on the 5k. Oh, running the 5,000 meter distance is a true test of overall athletic fitness. It requires a unique combination of psychological factors, such as aerobic capacity, lactate threshold, running economy, and psychological factors like, uh, motivation and perceived exertion. I read psychological on the first one. It was supposed to be physiology, physiological, okay. physiological. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, I'm just very curious. What are the six tests before this? Cause I, there's, I mean, we might be heartbroken that certain people don't get to run this 5k. I will tell you, my first thought when I saw this last night was, damn, we only get six workouts before the first cut. 
Yeah. And that means we're probably not getting 15 events. Yeah, probably. Probably 12 13, or 13. 12. And maybe, yeah. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kenneth says, it ain't a party unless you do something that scares you, Scott. Well, I've partied a lot in my life, so there we go. So, yeah. Um, so, Helen, uh, thoughts on Helen before we move on? Um, I caught a little bit of, I caught about 20 minutes to shut up and scribble today. I was, I know, I, I know people have their thoughts on whether it's going to be true Helen or souped up Helen. Um, and like before the 5k got announced that everyone, was, every division was doing the 5k, I was like, oh, Helen is a hundred percent because everyone's doing that. Right. Like that's the workout that is going to be just straight up Helen for everyone to do. So everyone can compare their times, but now they are throwing the 5k in there. So it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Helen is going to be different. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I go back and forth. Like why it's not Helen if you change it too much. Right. Right. Um, but if you don't change it, it's going to be really tight from, and it'll be judging, 30th. judging issues probably will be some separators. Yeah. So, um, Ken says, I thought my first thought was I missed Sam Briggs probably would have beat most of the men again. So we're going to get to see Sam do this. So yep. you should be excited, Ken. Yep. She is competing in the 40 to 44 year old. Division. Yeah. Everyone gets to do the 5k. So, yep. Even the masters. So we get to throw her time out and compare it to the best of the best. And she's going to run it against Jen Ryan. Jen and, is going to crush it too. Like two of them yeah. out there doing this together. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's going to, it's almost going to be as fun watching that as the elite athletes. Agreed. Well, if they don't uh, live stream well, it, we'll yeah, figure out there. something. Exactly. We're going to get to watch it live. What are you talking about? We'll keep you posted, Just, Ken. All right, so let's move on. I want to make sure we get everybody out. Uh, Savannah has Kelly Baker on in 10 minutes, and I definitely want to catch a little bit of that. So um, Aunt Haynes got his invite to the games last minute. So it's um, more, more – is it the Murteza set of guy that's yeah. not going? Okay. Yeah, had visa issues and could okay. not get into the country. Uh, so Aunt Haynes gets the invite. He has been posting that he's super stoked and ready. Um, so that's cool that he gets that opportunity. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I don't, did you see the Reebok, uh, initiative? Or I incentive? did 50. They're trying to, they're get, trying to get funds for 50 athletes to help pay their way. Yep. And, but that's it's awesome. being done as like a sweepstakes. So basically if you wear Reebok and you post a picture the week of the games, um, and then you're put into a drawing to win one of the 50 prizes from Reebok to help compensate you for your trip. 
That's cool. Um, and it's they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars, so uh, I think that's what two thousand. Is that right? Two thousand dollars for 50. all fifty. Yeah. yeah. That's so. that's solid. Yeah. And they're gonna give away some shoes and money too, just to regular CrossFitters if they post as well. Wow. Um, so that's super cool. And then it was announced today um, that CrossFit and G-Shock, uh, Casio G-Shock, I still have one of those on my dresser upstairs, um, are partnering for the CrossFit Games. My first thought, again, as a guy who went to business school um, and got his master's, man, it's awful damn late to be making sponsorship deals. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that, that kind of shocked me, but I'm wondering, it comes, it comes out less than 24 hours after the 5k was announced. Do you think they're doing that so people can keep their paces with a G-Shock? Yeah, probably. Yeah. The athletes will probably be featured wearing the watch. Uh, Kenneth says G-Shock, the best watch you can buy at Walmart. Um, what I find funny, have you ever seen the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Yes, but I, I, yeah, I don't well, can't there's, remember. Like, there's much, a moment but... where they don't have credit cards to get into their hotel. And Steve Martin says, well, I have like $22.50 and a really nice watch. And then John Candy goes, well, I have like $7.50 and a really nice Casio. <laughs> And he doesn't get the hotel room. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, get money where you can. And maybe this is something since the executive team has changed uh, that they're able to pull off really quick. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I used a G-Shock when I was CrossFitting before like Apple watch came out and um, now I have like a Garmin type watch. Um, I used a G shock uh, to just as a timer. Hmm. Like I would just run I it cause I couldn't see the clock get sometimes cause we had yeah. an L shaped gym. I don't, I've never had a G shock. I use a Garmin. I had the loop, um, but it, it's interesting that Kenneth says this. Uh, at least it's not a Snickers or a Monster sponsorship. I think the key thing that that Don Fall said in that interview last week was they made four decisions in partnerships and they paid for it dearly with the community and that they cannot do that anymore. So I think these partnerships, if you've noticed recently, um, are very, very strategic. Yes. Um, Travis says, does G-Shock have a fitness tracker now? If not, it seems like a hard partnership. Their watches are freaking great though. I will say this, Travis, my G-Shock is reliable. It keeps time. My timer is awesome. And it doesn't make me any promises it can't keep. Like maybe say a whoop. 
So um, at, I think it's great if you're running and you're trying to keep a pace. Yeah. You know, and it, it'll work for that. And I think that's where it kind of, and I don't know, I've, my G-Shock is like eight years old. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what they do today, but again, it is a reliable watch that tells time and it does have um, lap times and a stopwatch on it that you can use for running. Um, but who knows, maybe they have like some GPS versions now and um, true, true that, and their batteries never die ever. Um, so yeah, again, well, I know that we have four minutes before Kelly Baker comes on. So we will end the show here. The last thing I will say is uh, Jamie and I are in talks uh, to see if we can do some more shows over the next week because so much stuff is coming in so fast. With, And I'm sure more events will be announced. I'm sure more uh, news is going to break, um, things like that. So we're going to try to do more shows. If they have to be shorter, that's cool. Um, but we'll just do shorter shows uh, just so we don't have like a lineup of news and we can kind of talk more about the stuff that's going on rather than run through the list. But uh, you guys have been awesome tonight. Thank you so much. Again, uh, if you, if you can help support the channel just by joining the channel, we, we don't do Patreon and all that other garbage that you have to go out and, and sign up for and to uh, members only stuff. None of that stuff. It's $2.99 to join our channel. Thank you, Jeremy, for joining earlier tonight. Thank you, Wad Zombie, for the contribution. Uh, we love what we do, but anything to help offset the cost to go to the games would be tremendous support from you guys. With that, thank you guys a bunch. Uh, we will see everybody next time on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. And... C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>